See like your picture icon. Yeah, same. All right, oops, we're starting right now. What's going on, talking blue notes fans? We are live for another beautiful episode, episode number eleven. It's Joe here with my co-host Zach. What's going on, Zach? How you been, man? I'm fighting the bug. I'm playing hurt. We're both Jordan flu games today, dude. We are. We are flu games. Uh, I battling a very, very minor illness, and uh, you, you seem like you might be a little bit worse than me. Oh my god, dude. Um, I don't know if I'm like sick, but I can tell you that playing golf when it's 35 degrees outside, like a full 18, and windy. I mean, didn't I just talk shit about that last episode? And I, well, I went right back out and did it again. I don't know if that sick. made you sick or if you're just sick in the head if you try and go out and play golf when it's that weather anyway. <laughs> the answer the answer is yes. Yeah, exactly. So so you played golf this week, huh? I played golf on Saturday and, and I know you were we'll get to your your adventure there. I want to get my meaningless story out of the way. It's just so we had a great idea to go play golf at Bear Creek on Saturday. Literally one of two tee times the entire day. Oh, Crazy. And um, it was probably, th- I think the high was supposed to be 39. So like, and I was using your rule. I was like, hey, if it's it's going to get close to 40, I can deal with 39. Didn't even touch it. It was like 34 or 35 at the peak. And winds got up to, I don't know, 20 miles an hour. <laughs> it was, oh. oh my God, it was it was rough. But. Um, it was a good time though. Uh, me and my roommate James and uh, my friend Johnny, who I think you've met, and uh, oh, Johnny Craft, yeah, yeah. And then uh, my br- my friend James is a buddy from work, Steve. So it was a it was a good time. Uh, had some drinks, did all that. But I know you had a good weekend, Joey Nola. You're Joey Nola now. <laughs> Joey Nola, yeah. I, uh, took a little two day trip down to New Orleans, Nolens, as they say. Nolens. Uh, did you okay i gotta ask right off the bat did you like it like you like the vibe and everything so going into it um i i had like um a mixed opinion i was like i always thought you know maybe someday i'd go down for um like mardi gras or something but like other than that i had no real like super interest in going i was like you know i got invited to go on uh Shout out Matt Jones, uh, my buddy's 40th birthday. Uh, yeah, who, Matt Jones. <laughs> uh, 
a real good friend of mine. Uh, it's a, it's his 40th. It was his 40th birthday. Well, actually, it's not until December, but we we're celebrating a little early. Um, shout out Matt. Shout out. Matt. Shout out Matt Jones. But uh, yeah, he uh, I got invited to go down for his 40th, and so I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think we're gonna try and go down there. So we flew down Thursday just till Saturday, and uh, dude, I was impressed. Like I freaking loved New Orleans. Like. Definitely a competitor for one of my top, like, travel cities. Nashville's my number one, but, dude, New Orleans is a freaking beast. Um, I thought it was going to be really, really disgustingly dirty, and and it was dirty, but it was Parts of it are, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, and everybody's like, oh, Beale Street is the nastiest thing ever. Dude, when we were on Beale Street both Friday night, or uh, Thursday Street. night, Friday night. Bourbon Street. Yeah, Bourbon Street. I'm thinking, yeah, whatever. Bourbon Street, um, both uh, Thursday night and Friday night, and I, dude, it was like the cleanest street down there. Like I didn't think it was that bad at all. Now, granted, we were in like not the highest of travel times for down there, so like mm-hmm. there, there were a lot of people down there. But I think like you can see it where it can be like shoulder to shoulder across the whole street sometimes. And um, it, yeah, it wasn't anything that crazy, but like it, it was popping. And dude, it was. It was just incredible. I, I think we hit like 72 bars in a matter of two days. And God just, bless. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We were kind of some of our groups. So we used this app called uh, Splitwise. And like we used it to like split. Um, you just kind of put in like instead of like, oh, I'm going to buy, we're all going to split this nine. We had nine people that went with us. We're going to split this nine person dinner up, you know, all these different ways. One person yeah. just pays for it, and then you kind of split it all up. And, like, so we did that with a bunch of different things, like Uber rides and, you know, all kinds of different shit like that. Well, like, I was looking at the totals of, like, everything adding up that we all spent, and I'm like, Sunday oh, scaries? My God, Sunday <laughs> scaries big time yesterday. Oh, my yeah. God. But, uh, yeah, dude, it was a trip of a lifetime. Uh, I, I won't go too far into it. You know, I, I really like to go into exciting things that I do a lot in depth, but yeah, I won't go too far into it, but um, yeah, uh, the Joneses, the Helliers, the Rileys, and uh, my girl, Steph Jarigi, and me and my wife, you know, we just had a great time down there together, and um, yeah, happy birthday to Matt Jones. Happy birthday to Matt, and I'm glad you had fun down there. I had, I'm not even going to go into my experience that I had down there. It's, it was different. <laughs> I, I think it's a great vibe down there. It's just like, I don't, I don't know. You got to be with the right group of people. I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, and and I, I'll tell you this. I was with the right group of people. Like yeah, that. you're the group that you were with looked like they were having a good time. And I mean, and of course, like most of them are a little bit older. They're not yeah. doing oh yeah know, anything crazy. So like, so Matt Jones, he's my so the Helliers. That's my my stepsister and her husband Jimmy. Um, Matt is Jimmy's like best friend, like lifelong best friend, and everything, and um that whole group they've all pretty much known each other since like middle school or high school they all grew up together basically and just i've been you know tugging at their knees for the past 15 years and shit well now (laughs) that we're all grown up and shit like i get to go and hang out with all them and you know we're me and my wife just absolutely love everybody in that group so we're, we're always happy to do whatever with them it's legit man i'm glad you had fun glad you enjoyed your trip Let's play through the pain and get through this episode.
Yeah, and you know what else I'm enjoying? I'm enjoying this freaking win streak that these boys are putting on. Yeah, dude, we're gonna get into that like for sure. Uh, what? I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on. I, I I have some questions and like we're, there's some stuff in our notes that we're gonna get into with the Blues, but like, dude, and the game right now, like, they're currently playing and they're tied one to one after two. They I, we'll get into the game on Saturday, but I mean just a little tease. I mean they shit kicked Anaheim on Saturday. Like they made them look like a peewee team. And I mean, they Panger did call to the beginning of the game. He was like, they're going to play different tonight. Like they better. I mean, they better. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem. But yeah, tied after one. There was some pregame stuff that went on tonight, though, that was pretty cool before we get into everything else. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, as you said, we're we're recording as the game's on right now. Uh, end of two periods tied one one. But I, I flipped the game on like right at like seven oh three, seven oh four. And um, I hear uh, uh, Tom Calhoun, you know, doing his announcing, and you know, he said the, the two girls' names. Man, I, I wish I would have wrote them down, uh, but I didn't catch them. But there's two girls from that uh, CVPA, the Central and Visual Performing Arts High School. Uh, that was that school yeah. in like the South City area that um, mm-hmm. had that tragic shooting. About I, I think he said it was like four weeks ago now, which that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That it's been that long already. Right. Um, we had two girls and they were from, uh, like the, the, they were like, it was like some special singing class, uh, that mm-hmm. they were part of and they got to sing the national anthem. Oh my gosh. That was one of the best national anthems I've ever heard at a blues game. Like they sounded phenomenal. I only caught the tail end of it, but they sounded really good. Now who, what, so there was the two girls. What was the girl on the left doing? Was she signing or I, something? I, I don't know what she was doing. She she just had on like a blues jersey. The other the other two girls they had like on the CVPA yeah. mm-hmm. shirts, but like that girl just had on a blues jersey. I didn't catch if she was like involved in some way. Um, right. But yeah, they did kind of like clued her in that weirdly. Yeah, I did. I caught like I said, I didn't really. I caught literally when they were saying home of the, and then they said you know the crowd goes blues and they yeah. said brave, but um. And then, yeah, didn't they, like, wheeled out, like, a $25,000 check going towards their school? Or I don't know where it went exactly. It I went, pay attention. it went, shoot, it went towards the, like, so, I think it was, like, the music. Yeah. Yeah, we should have, we are so under. We're so bad at paying attention to shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, like, so something we definitely should have. We're like definitely supposed to like take notes on that kind of stuff. That's like content that we need to know, and we're just oh my god, we're terrible. But regardless, but, was, I mean, regardless, they donated a decent five thousand. It was we're ignorant for not paying attention to that. It was twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars somehow donated to like their their uh, performing arts, you know, part of the school. Um, but then following the national anthem, uh, the Blues had out about like six or seven uh, first responders that were involved. That day to do the yep. ceremonial puck drop, bro. And, that guy on the far right was a fucking mammoth. Oh, that big man. redhead police officer. Oh my god, it guy had to have at least been like six eight. I'm not joking. Dang. Because O'Reilly, I'll let you keep going, but like O'Reilly came up to him like when he was shaking his hand. O'Reilly's no small guy. He's probably six foot six one. Towered him. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, no wonder, like, this guy can stop anybody. And that's O'Reilly on skates, too. Right, so he's probably 6'2", 6'3", on skates. And this guy just, like, he could eat him. Like, he just made O'Reilly look like a small child, but anyway. But, yeah, during that, um, 
ceremonial puck drop, we had a little surprise appearance from our boy uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. Yeah. So that was cool to see. But um, all of his yeah. hair is gone. He's oh, team bald guy. Yeah, yeah. He he needed to do it about five years earlier than he did. Kind of mm-hmm. like I I decided to do. I'm like, <laughs> yep. Get ahead of it. Before it gets pathetic, how his was for the last few years, shave mm-hmm. it all off. Good idea. Um, but yeah, and then uh, they dropped the puck, and about two periods later, here we are. Yeah, we're gonna get into their winning streak. That's for sure. Um, let's talk some random shit before we just kind of let's get the lips moving because I, I feel like I, man, I need to get my lips moving. Um, we already talked about the golf thing, but dude. Do you think courses should like? Oh, oh, for one, I'm playing in another tournament on Friday at Bear Creek. <laughs> it's, You're crazy. It's man. supposed it's supposed to be like 55 this week. Yeah, but like a chance of rain, I think. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's just how Dude, it goes I, sometimes. I got off work today, and I'm like, it was like nearing 60 degrees. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's gorgeous outside today. And then it's like, oh, but in an hour the sun's going down. Mm-hmm. That sucked. But yeah, well, what were you gonna you, you were gonna ask a question about the courses? Like, is it too late for golf courses to be like too late in the year? Should they even be doing tournaments? Because like I think they said there there's only gonna be like 19 groups of four. Like that's not a lot for like a. I I feel like it's not a lot at all. Usually on like a tournament day, it's like 140 or 50. Yeah, 150 groups of four. And I was like, and I even asked the guy, I was like. Yo, are you guys gonna be doing like different flights? He goes, Yeah, no matter how many groups there are, we'll do that. I'm like, What the fuck? We nice. might be in our own flight and win. Like, that'd be all right. I'd be okay with that. Just be in the flight, like the C flight, and win with like a two over. That'd yeah. be all right with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. But yeah, I was just wanting to know, like, if you think it's like too late to be doing tournaments. Like, they should just be trying to get people out on the course. But I mean, regardless, one way or another, like. I, tournament people always look for the tournaments you know it's a way that like you know okay golfers can sometimes win some money and and you know it's just an excuse to like get out and sorry i signed up for this tournament and something something i gotta do i made a commitment <laughs> get out of the house that sounds like a married guy thing oh for sure 100 percent. i use it yeah. all the time <laughs> yep that's cool that's good <laughs> um but uh yeah i mean like Golf courses are weird this time of year. Like they, they all have different rules. Uh, like the the whole frost thing. Like I remember when I was working third shift for I worked third shift for like six and a half years, and uh, we would try and get out right in the morning at like seven o'clock in the morning when we would get off work, and it's mm-hmm. like gonna be a nice day. But then like the morning it's still freezing cold. So then like we'll pull up to a golf course. We're like, hey, we want to play. Nobody's out there. But then they're like, oh no, you gotta wait two hours for the frost to get off the greens and we're like ah oh, fuck so like some some did that some didn't do that as much and so i don't know yeah golf courses are weird this time of year i know that bear creek has done that to us before but they've only told us to wait like 40 minutes like yeah. they only pushed everything back 40 minutes i think like, it kind of depends on how the sun's like coming out yeah. and all, all yeah. the different factors yeah i don't know i think i think it's perfectly fine i just figured i'd ask the question like, do you think it's, like, ridiculous that we're playing in a tournament, like, the day after Thanksgiving? Ah, you never know with November weather, man. Like, well, I just played, what was it, on my birthday, and it was, like, almost 80 yeah. degrees. Right. So Yeah, and then and then the next day you could play, play and it's 35 like me. So at right. least you, you're the smart one and pick the good days. 
But uh, as we're talking about Thanksgiving, that's not even here yet. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Is it too early for Christmas? Yeah. Bah humbug. <laughs> like, dude, I don't know. I, like, I, I, not really. Like, I think everyone's got their own like their own thing. Christmas is like a. I don't like. I'm trying to think of like how to how to say this. I feel like if you if you get in the spirit of Christmas, if that's what you like, then go ahead and do it. But like the thing that I like, I don't like the the music is too early. Like right now, the music is too early. I don't want that blast. But also, like we don't really have radios anymore. If you don't want to listen to Christmas music, you don't have you don't to. have to. Yeah, and right. it's not like, like when we were kids and shit. Well, and I and I was gonna say, and I almost contradicted myself. There was like. Well, unless you're like in the mall shopping or something, but who the hell goes to the mall and shops anymore? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, nobody does. I mean, I I feel like people should. Like, I feel like that's like part of Christmas is like going out and shopping yeah. and stuff like that. But like, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather just order stuff online and give you. Amazon's free. Comes in two days. Amazon's long, great. Don't wait yep. for the last minute. You can get it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but but no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like so. I think. For me, it's it's early in some ways, but it almost feels different this year. Like usually every single year, I want absolutely nothing to do with Christmas until after Thanksgiving. This year's a little different to me though. Like I'm, I heard I did hear like one Christmas song the other day. You know what? It wasn't even like a real Christmas song, but it was just kind of one of those like. Um, Coming back from a commercial break on a radio show, like, yeah, you know, yeah, background mm-hmm. music kind of things, and it just kind of had that like Christmassy, like little bit of bells, but it was like yep. mm-hmm. a house music kind of feel thing to it. And I was like, you know what? I kind of dig this a little bit right now. So like, I don't know. I have a few different things like um, Christmas tree. Like, wh- when do you usually like? Uh, depending on what you do, what do you, when do you usually like put your Christmas tree up? December 1st. Okay, so we we usually do ours like the weekend after Thanksgiving, like depending yeah. on how busy we are, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So that's like, – That's that's usually like – that's close enough. Like yeah. I, I have like this weird thing with like – I think like let it breathe, like let Thanksgiving breathe, get, you know, five, six days out of the way and then put it like up for the month of – or up for the month of December. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the weekend of Thanksgiving, I mean why not? So – Christmas music when when do you the week of and that's it so so I have a couple like I have a few different variations like I have times like when when do you think the first time that you unwillingly hear Christmas music happens every October. year October oh really October yeah wow like in stores yeah, yeah yeah I don't think I've ever heard it in October like I think like Early November, I've heard it, but I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. heard it in October. Um, what about when is the first time that you're okay with hearing it? Like, when do you think it is like the week of the week of the week Christmas. of Christmas? You think yeah. that is like should be the social? No, you think there should it should be illegal to yeah. Have- but I'm a I'm a psychopath. Like, yeah, I think like it should be banned on like they shouldn't even like allow you to search stuff on Spotify. Like Spotify should just be like <laughs> blocked. You can't listen to this until December 20th. Like oh, listen man. to it from the 20th through the 28th or something like that. And then done over see, with. See, <laughs> I, I guess I, I was, I'm cut from a different cloth. 
I think like see and I think it's acceptable if I hear it maybe Thanksgiving day but definitely the next day I like don't I don't want to get the okay you know what I take that back acceptable okay here's I'm going to take it back I'm going to kind of walk back what I said I personally don't do Christmas music like that's just not my and it's such a shocker bah humbugs but like I kind of get where you're coming from now, like the day after, because like, think about like when people used to go black Friday shopping, what is more awesome than like going into a store Christmas shopping and hearing Christmas music to kind of help you get into the spirit and kind of forget about the fact that you're in a store with 9 million people, you know, all that. I don't know. But so I, I personally do not want to hear it until like the week of, and then I'm okay. I'll tolerate it. So, but, so that was my next question. When do you, when do you actually go and seek it out? Never. <laughs> never. No. No. See, and then like seeking it out for me is like, I don't ever go and seek it out. I'm okay with hearing it like after Thanksgiving and like the closer it gets, the more I'm like certain. And and that's the whole thing too is like certain songs. I'm more like. Boom, I'm I'm digging this song like this yeah. is okay but the, with the really cheesy Christmassy songs, I don't want anything to do with those until like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. But like I will like seek out like maybe some uh oh, I can't think of his name, the 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 saxophone guy, um Kenny I Kenny, can't I don't even know who you're talking everybody, about. You I know People listening know who Bro, I am. Bro, we, we need a producer so bad. It's, like, not even funny. We I need someone to look stuff up Oh, my God. Us. So bad. We need a what, – what's his name on uh, – on Jamie. Uh, <laughs> we need Jamie. a Jamie, Jamie from Joe Rogan. That's oh, what I was thinking. Joe Rogan. Oh. But, uh, Me either. I was just I, – I just came up with that. <laughs> um, But, yeah, we, we, we do need somebody. But, like, Kenny – I keep – I have Kenny Loggins' name stuck in my head. Kenny, Kenny Loggins sings uh, uh, Danger Zone. Zone. Yeah, yeah, I have his name stuck in my head, but that's not who it is. But um, it's Kenny, Kenny G. Some, Kenny G, yes, with the saxophone. How the fuck did I know that? Oh, my God. I just pulled that out of my ass. Yeah, I really his did Christmas look- album is yes. one of the best, like, just have that plan while you have, like, a Christmas, family Christmas party going on. and like, Or if you're, like, making, you know – Christmas cookies, something like that. Like, I'll go and seek that out, like, maybe a week or so early. I love Andy Williams, which is, like, the guy. Remember when we had the the beginning? Like, I, I associate this song with, like, the beginning of hockey season because I'm crazy. But uh, the most wonderful time of the year song, like that yeah. old one, like, that song gets that, – that'll get that'll get my juices flowing. Oh, yeah. Sure. That one will get me going. What about Christmas lights? This is something I like. I love doing Christmas lights. So, so you, when is it that when is that okay for you? When is it when is it okay socially acceptable to so, put your Christmas lights up? So <clears throat> there's a difference between putting them up and turning them on. Okay, so, if you're putting them up, they're going on. That's what. I, let's be normal here. Okay, yeah. So like today, I it was a, it was a nicer day when I got off work, and I was almost gonna try and put them up, but I'm like, I didn't get. I had a couple things I had to run around and do after work, mm-hmm. so I didn't. I didn't get home until it was like. 30 minutes left of daylight, but, uh, yeah, so, so I didn't, end up, but, but I, th- yeah, it was, it was like four, 10, four 15, but, uh, I, I probably would have put them up today, but I would not have turned them on. I will not turn them on until Thanksgiving night. Okay. That's, that's fair. I accept that. And, and, I, and pretty- I may not, I may not even get them up by Thanksgiving night, but like I have done it before, like 
on a random warm November day, I'm like, you know what? I got nothing to do today. I'm going to go up so I don't have to like wait until early December and it be like 20 degrees for two weeks straight. And I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to wait for a warm day. No warm day is going to come. come. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'll put them up early, but I won't turn them on until at least Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's pretty socially acceptable. Uh, I have a na- I have a kind of a funny story about that. It's kind of related to Christmas lights. Um, my neighbor or like someone that lived in my neighborhood when I was growing up, um, we passed by their house all the time to get out of the neighborhood in their like living room or family room, whatever, like faces the front of the house that you can see through the window, Christmas tree up all year lit all year at night and Christmas lights around the house, not lit. But still up oh, geez, like, yeah. all year wrong or, or all year round. So I, the whole like, I, I don't know. I I like having a tree out, like, like I said, December first, like for the whole month, and then putting it away like the day after something going on in the game. Yeah, we got a little scrum going on. Uh, I think behind the Blues, behind Bennington right now. Uh, nothing too crazy going on but every player was involved go on what about what okay so like yeah like i like having the the, the, having the tree up all year is just insane to me like having it up is okay i guess but like lighting it up at nighttime like all year round like that's a little bit weird i have i want to know where your bodies are stored at that unless have you heard i'm not gonna say my opinion on this yet but like have you heard of this like new trend that like apparently mainly millennials of course are doing uh which is us leaving their christmas trees up all year but decorating it for different different holidays, holidays. i i can get behind that i i think that's like okay like i don't know but like each holiday has like its own little vibe like you know what yeah. i mean like halloween i think halloween should be reserved for like the big blow up inflatable stuff i don't think christmas needs all that shit like I think like the snow globes and all that is like a little bit out there if you if you have kids fine. Yeah. But like Halloween has that. Thanksgiving is not about any of that. Like you're all about like hanging out with your family and all that. Like Easter, what I mean if you decorate for Easter, what the fuck? Like just put up oh, a dude, put up dude, a cross have, or something. You haven't met know. my stepmom. My stepmom <laughs> has all these bins of just holiday decorations just every year brings them down to the basement, brings up the new ones. Brings them down in the basement, brings up new ones for every holiday, dude. Like, she oh, is boy. a holiday decorator nut. And it's, like, all tasteful, too. Like, it's not, like, overdone and gaudy and, like, how That's some That's fine, do, then, I guess. tasteful, but it is a lot. Like, it's a lot, but, like, it's, like, all tastefully done. I think, like, okay, like, this this might sound, like, kind of fucked up, but I feel like as dudes, like, we don't care. Like, no. it, like dudes don't give a flying fuck I like about my decorations. Christmas, my Christmas lights... That's about it. And even if like, you know what I'll do for Christmas lights? Like it, to be honest, unless I like really get in the mood, I'll just toss up a red light and a green light in my porch lights. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you'll get. <laughs> but like, no, no, no. But, uh, where, where were we at? So yeah, we were talking about like lights, but, um, last, last one on the Christmas thing. Uh, when do you like to watch Christmas movies? I could do just... that. I could do that all year round if I'm being honest. Really? One... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like Christmas movies are just like they're a vibe. Like they're they're awesome. Like I could watch Elf any day of the week, of any month. Uh, yeah. 
I guess but I it, like I know it hits di- like it hits different. Yeah. During Christmas time. But like the Santa Claus is also another classic. My that's uh, one of my favorite I mean, Christmas movies ever. Dude, Tim Allen, like pre cocaine days. Yeah, very good. Oh, that good. was post cocaine. Oh, that was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. It was cocaine post. was in like the seventies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh and then what was the Jack Frost, another like low key banger. You know, obviously like having a little hockey element in it, but yeah. still like Michael Keaton is a boss. Like I I love him in that yeah. movie. But Elf is we, I mean, obviously, this is going to be a Hall of Fame episode in a couple weeks, but yeah, yeah. Well, if 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 we didn't know, now you know. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I mean, like, see me, I'm I'm not much of a big movie guy anyway. Like, so I don't really like, I don't seek out to watch Christmas movies until like, yeah, the week of or whatever. Like christmas story like some people are so sick of that movie you know how tbs does like the 24 hours of it every year like yeah i look mm-hmm. forward to that i want to watch it at least once during that 24 hours i don't want to like get out a dvd or a vhs or how old are oh, jesus christ i'm really showing my age now but uh i don't want to like go and like actually manually put it on like i want to just like go to the channel and find it on and pick up where it's at and actually like watch it there. Like that's that's when I know it's Christmas is when I see a Christmas story on. Like that's awesome to me. And some people are sick of it. But not me. Another instant classic, dude. I mean what a, I mean we're basically just like spilling we're teasing ho, this. Oh ho, ho. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out, son. You can't have that. Oh. All All right. Right. But enough about this Christmas talk. Go on. Who the fuck gives a like? Uh, I'm not trying to jump in like this, but like, dude, are you watching the World Cup? Are you really watching it? Tell me, like, be honest with me. I'm trying to. Why? And isn't like, isn't the World Cup supposed to be in in the summertime? Like, why is it in November? That I really don't know. I I, I don't know. I guess because Qatar is it's the summer city all year and, long and, there. Yeah, well, summer like actual summer in Qatar would probably be like a million degrees. So. They're probably this is probably Fair. like one of their coolest parts of the year. May, maybe that's why I have no idea why it's in November. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, normally it's a summer thing, but um, but yeah, I mean, like the World Cup, like there, dude, there's a reason it is the most popular sport in the world. Maybe that reason is because it's like the, the cheapest, most simplest, simplistic sport to play. But dude, like. People go freaking nuts. And, I mean, I, I watch it kind of for the allure of just, like, how, like, the crowds interact. Like, I, I could really care less about, like, yes, I, I want the USA to win and do good and everything because that's my country. But, like, mm-hmm. dude, watching, like, an England game or, like, a Germany game or, like, a Brazil game, like, how they just go absolutely bonkers and nuts at these games, like, that, that is really cool moment. One thing that's going to make them – have you heard about this uh, shit? The the thing that's going to make them go a little less bonkers? Yeah, dude. And it's, and this is what I wanted to ask you about. Like oh, the whole go alcohol ahead. thing? Go ahead and ask me. Yes. Like how – okay, so first of all, they said they were – at first, like I know when like six, seven months ago, they were like, no, no alcohol, per, period. And then a couple months ago, they were talking about like – tents a certain amount of feet away like a designated the, drinking area and they had to be like like not advertised and yep. like mm-hmm. super like unvisible 
Well, like a week or two ago, they just pulled the plug and they said, yeah. nope, no alcohol. And it was just like you, not even, it was like four or five days before it started, dude. It's right. Crazy. Like, can you imagine being like one of those English hooligans? Like, I don't know if I'd what do you think is more dangerous? Like a soccer fan from England who like can't get beer and has to watch their team potentially, you know, make a run or a drunk hooligan running oh, around dude, in Qatar. One, one that can't get beer. Like if they lose and they're not able to like drink about it. There might be someone get that someone might die. Yes. People die already. Like yeah. it, it's it's wild. Like I don't know. And like the the rules in Qatar, like I get it. Like it's part of their it's like their culture and I understand. But like the fact that like some like prescription medications that like can keep people alive, you're not allowed to bring that in is crazy to me. Dude, the, I, people say, all right, that's their culture. I get it. No, f- like, fuck that in, in a certain stance because, like, did you see, like, how, like, they have certain sections? Like, this section is for all men. This section is for women with their husbands. And then this <laughs> section is for women with women. There is no, like, section allowing, like, women that aren't with their husbands to be with men. Which like that kind of shit. I'm not. I'm not. People speaking are like, that. dude. I and I will. I don't care. I'll go out and say it. Like, people want to say like, oh, you know, people from other countries like, oh, America, you know, they're they're mean to each other and this and that and blah blah blah. And it's like, fuck off, dude. At least a woman could do <laughs> drive a car, can vote, can has every can leave the house without my permission. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Fuck yeah. off with those stupid ass rules. People are like, oh, that's their culture? Fuck their culture. They fuck, <laughs> their culture sucks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Get me canceled. Bring it. <laughs> Dude. I mean, it, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like you're taking a time machine going over there. It's no joke. Like, it, it there's going to be, there's going to be so many news stories about, like, Americans and Brits and, like, pretty much anyone from, like, a Western-type culture are going to get arrested. A lot of them. For, yeah. for, like, the stupidest thing ever. Like, they're going to, like, stare at a woman's ass and, like, make a comment about it. And they're going to fucking get in prison for three. They're going to get Britney Grinered for something so minuscule. And I get it. Like, and I say, fuck their, like, fuck those things of their culture and stuff. But, like. Like, fuck the misogyny is what you're saying. Like, you're not, you're not saying, like, fuck their entire culture. But you're saying, like, No, fuck no, no, yeah. Not, like, their entire, no. Like. Right. Obviously, I mean, like, parts of their culture. Like. But at the same time, like, when you have, like, crazy outlandish rules like that, and you choose to go to, like, a country like that anyway, my, I, like, if I ever, I would, I don't think I ever would go anywhere near that part of the world, but, like, if I ever did, like, I would have the decency to, like, respect, like, this is, Mm -hmm. this is how it's supposed to be, and I'm not gonna, like, do what I'm not supposed to be doing, you know, like I just wouldn't go there to begin with. Let's just get that for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just never going to be in the position to have to do something that, that you is know, the you'd... world's asshole. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It is a really rich country. I think it's the richest country in the world, like by cap per capita, like past Dubai, which is pretty nuts, but yeah, uh, enough about soccer. You want to talk, you want to talk about hockey? Let's talk Cause that's what hockey. we actually know. Let's talk All some right. hockey. Um, 
All right, so the Linenwood Lions. Linenwood Lions weekly update. Had a bye week last weekend. Mm-hmm. This weekend, went to take on the Wisconsin Badgers. Right, the L's. Badgers? Mm-hmm. Yep, the Badgers. Took some L's, dude. Yeah, and, I mean, we talked about it last episode, man. Like, they're playing Big Ten schools. I'm surprised that Wisconsin's not ranked. Like, I always like picture like any school up north for some reason i just like picture that they're like in the top 25 and uh wisconsin's not but uh friday they take the they take the loss four to three so they kept it close um blue score justin falk two to one let's go let's go four minutes left let's go yes ripper top cheddar sorry didn't mean to interrupt the lion's talk but, that's uh, the important, but that's the important part. Like we're all, about, what, we are a blues podcast. <laughs> this is a blues podcast. Uh, and then Saturday they dropped the game five to one. So they kind of, I mean, you can call that a blowout. They, they got, they got stomped, but like, here's the thing with the Lindenwood thing. Like they're again, we're going to say this every time they lose. Like if they, I hope they don't lose anymore, but uh, their, their first year in division one, like they're kind of just trying to like, they're getting their bearings in division one hockey. Like no, like I'm sure a lot of these kids that are playing there haven't played division one played that kind of competition. So let's not read too much into the losses. I, I mean, they have like three guys that are scoring at a point per game clip or better. Like their top three scorers are like, I think they're like at 17, 15 and 14 points in like nice. 14 games. So that's not bad at all. So their guys are getting, you know, they're getting points and they're playing. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're going to have an, a, a tough test, though. Uh, they're they're taking three weeks off, pretty much. They don't play again until the 16th of December. And they're playing the number one team in the country, dude. They're playing the University of Denver Pioneers. Yeah, I mean, that Denver is is that school, man, that number wagon. one in the country. Uh, they are a wagon. Um, uh, one of the guys playing for Anaheim actually won a national championship there, Troy Terry. Oh, very nice, very nice. So, um, like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, uh, you got in the notes here that the game's going to be actually televised for anybody that's got the uh, the Rich Boys sports package. Yeah, dude, Altitude Sports Network, which is like, it's 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 basically Bally Sports in Colorado. So, uh, it's like the channel the Avalanche play on. Now, that's at, um, that's at network that's owned by stan Kroenke, by the way um yeah fuck him that like dude he like we we all think like bally's is bad on like how only certain providers can get bally's network and everything like you used to be able to get it on almost anything and then like they got super skeet but you know oh it's only it was on dish and then they took it off it was on direct tv and then they took it off but um the altitude sports network is like even harder to get. I remember like a couple of years ago, like, like I think it was 2019 or 2020 where like they, half the people in like, like that were Colorado avalanche fans were, were like, what the fuck? We can't get it. Cannot get it. Like it was only offered on like one provider. It was insane. So I don't know how, I don't know how you can even get away with doing that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like I have a way, uh, totally legally to watch, the altitude network so uh yeah i mean i might look up when that game is and try and watch it yeah of course 
I'll probably do the same thing. Totally, totally illegal. Totally illegal, of course. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think the Lions are. Uh, they're, they're, dude, they're just getting their bearings. Like we're not, we're not judging them on anything that's going on this year. Give them a couple of years. We've said it on. I think we've said it on every podcast. Like you got to give them time. Got to give them time to you know to kind of let it marinate. Get some get some give good prospects. In. Don't don't expect anything crazy this year. Just expect good effort is all is all that anybody should expect. Yeah, like if they can hang with Denver in either of those games, I think that's going to be like a big telling, like what's to come, because I that that's going to be their like I said that's going to be their toughest test they've had so far by like and they're not it's not getting any easier, but like if they can just hang in there. And you know, keep it to within a goal or two. I that's a win for. I think that's a win. I yeah, definitely. Don't get blown out. Don't get blown out is the goal. I think big time. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know, like four or five games ago for the St. Louis Blues. Whenever we were playing the Colorado Avalanche and we were dead last in the entire NHL, and um, you know, we were just expecting like, oh, just don't get washed out, guys. And then we came out with the dub. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so yeah, have have a blue state of mind when they when they were on the losing streak, is basically what he's saying. Yes. All right, let's move to the NHL. NHL news: uh, the New Jersey Devils are a wagon. Pro twelve games they won in a row. Games in a row. I didn't. I, did you see this coming? No. Nobody I, saw this coming. Bro, I'm pretty sure that me and you both picked New Jersey to finish like bottom two in that division yep and boy were we wrong and like oh i i don't know man i don't know where were we wrong dude i just like we were saying with we just like i was saying when the blues were losing all those games in a row it's early and it is still early it's not as early as it was it's still early we're not even a quarter of the way into the season yet bro we're at we're at uh what they call in hockey American Thanksgiving. Like we're at Thanksgiving and like we're about 20 games in. Pretty much we can tell what teams are. I mean, I have no idea what the Blues are. Well, I, what do they say? It's like it's like 70% of the time, like a team that is, you know, in a playoff spot uh, at Thanksgiving will make it. Yeah, which unless you're Pittsburgh, you know, when they fail. But back back to New Jersey, like, dude, they're their whole roster is going off. Like it's not just one guy. It's not like one guy's carrying them. Like, I don't know if you remember like in 2018 when Taylor Hall won the MVP, when he was playing with them, it was literally just him. Yeah. And he carried them. Jesper Bratt. We talked about him before. Just you know, Bratt. Not like not taking that contract and betting on himself. He's going off Jack Hughes, who I think, I think everybody figured that Jack Hughes was a bust. Like after last year, and they didn't give him enough time. No, I mean he's Patrick Kane like. I'm not saying he's as good as Kane yet, but he's got that kind of like flair to his game. He can move the puck really well. The kid's just a he's a fucking he's a he's a superstar. Like he's he's blossoming into one at least. He may not be right now, but and then also like the the quote last week, whatever they're like, I, some ridiculously stupid reporter asked. When they were on a 10-game win streak, they'd won their 10 games, and this guy goes, how do you guys complete a full 60 minutes? And he basically just goes, uh, we're on a 10-game heater, so I don't yeah. know. 
Like, yeah. an epic quote. Like, and what an idiot. Like, why would you even ask that? Like, what a stupid question. But, uh, and then their goaltending. Like, not bad. Not great, but not bad. Like, Mackenzie Blackwood is hurt, so they have Vitek Vanacek, and then I, I can't even remember the other guy's name. Small, Smallwood? Is Small, that that's, no, Black Blackwood is the one that's hurt. Blackwood. Yeah, I'm well, trying to, okay. Who's, okay, never mind. Whatever. I'm trying to, I'm looking up who the New Jersey Devils uh, backup goalie is, because I actually. Real quick, kind of while you're me. looking that up, uh. Blues win three two one uh, empty net goal. I didn't see who scored it, but uh, yeah, game over. Let's go Blues, keeping that streak alive. Akira Schmid. 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 Yes, sir. He's three and zero oh with a one point three five GAA. Nine forty one. Dude. Nice. <laughs> I mean, okay, I lied. New Jersey's goaltending is decent. Like it's it's not terrible at all. It's good. And their number one goalie is hurt right now, and they're still playing that well. So you said a 9.40 GAA, yeah, or a, a save percentage. Yeah, 9.41. Now Vanacek has a 9.16. Vanacek's eight and one with a 2.15 goals against. Uh, Blackwood before he got hurt four and two um, with a 2.79. So not great. He's probably like right at. That's probably like a little bit above league or that's like maybe a little bit below league average with how high scoring is. But Schmied, 3-0 with a 1.35, like, dude, what an animal that guy is. So, yeah, New Jersey is legit. And then we'll stay on the same top. Like, we'll stay on like that kind of same vein. Congratulations to the Devils. But the Bruins are fucking rolling. And no one is talking about it, I feel like. I feel like everyone's just like focused on this 12-game win streak that New Jersey's on. Boston has won six straight, and they've won 11 in a row at home. They're only the third team in history to do that. And their winning streak was on the line tonight against Tampa, and they beat them. I think the St. Louis Blues were one of those other teams to win that 11 games at home in in a row. No, they were not, Joe. Oh, son of a bitch. I know. I thought they were too, because I remember they had that really long winning streak. No, they had no, no, they had one at, on the road in 2000, and 99, 2000 is probably the one you're thinking of. Okay. Uh, but so only two, like I said, two other teams have done that in history: won 11 straight games at home. The Florida Panthers last year, which I don't remember that at all. Weird that I don't remember that shit. Um, and then the Blackhawks in 1963-64. And listen to this. For the first team to win 16 of of their first 18 games since 1929-1930, and guess who did it that year? The Boston Bruins. So they're just just outsetting records. I don't have any of the stats pulled up because it, I don't care. They're a, they're just such a wagon of a team. Yeah. What a pickup Krejci was to come back. He is an animal for them right now dude uh, yeah i it was crazy that he left uh what was that did he only miss the one year last year mm-hmm. or was no. it two, okay one year yeah mm-hmm. i mean it was awesome that they were able to get him back it was shocking that he left in the first place yeah and i think people were like wondering like why he didn't go to another team because like everyone was thinking like uh, and we thought the same thing we thought boston was going to be we definitely didn't pick them to be like terrible but I think I picked them to miss the playoffs. I, they were borderline, and I may have picked them to miss the playoffs as well. Yeah, but, like, because we thought with, like, all the injuries, 
which everyone came back like three months early. Yeah. Um, and I like, think that's a new thing in the NHL now, by the way. Like, right. And we've talked about that before, but like, I think mm-hmm. I've, and it's been, it's happened. Like where they've said, you know, players are going to be out longer than, than they actually are. But like, I think this year it's like being way overdone. Yeah. It's like becoming a thing. It's like, yes. So basically just like, it's like when, remember like back in the day when you would ask like a girl, like how many dudes she's been with before you like talk to her and you say like, Oh, you divide that. Are you times that by three, by five or three yeah, yeah. or by five, whatever yeah. the fuck it was. And then like, it was like the reverse. Like you divide whatever a dude says in half. That's like, if someone like if a, if a P if a team comes out and says, uh, well, he's going to be out six months. Okay. So he's going to be out for three is what you're saying. Cut yeah. that in half. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just they're they're doing really well. Um, and again, they beat Tampa tonight, and Tampa was on a roll too. Like Tampa was rolling, and Boston fucking took them out. So, uh, congratulations to them. I really don't them, give a fuck I about guess. them, but like yeah. it's still you, you got to recognize greatness when it's there. So, Gino Malkin playing in his one thousandth game. Congrats yes, to him. Sir. Uh, not long after his buddy Sidney Crosby. It's a pretty cool clip that was going around about that. Did you see it? Yeah, dude, with his kid announcing it, we're going to play that right now. Tonight's starting lineup, we got a, uh, we got a special guest that's going to announce for us. part about that clip and people aren't going to be able to see it because we're not a like a youtube show but like uh if you look up the video like the full video on pens tv on their youtube channel they're like his kid is like bawling his eyes out and so is he they're like yeah. having like a real moment together at that point and uh i mean that's just really cool to see malkin is one of my favorite players of like this generation by far he's they're talking about a guy that got snubbed in the top 100 of all time. Cannot believe that he didn't make it. That's crazy to me. Uh, I mean, some of the goals that I remember him scoring, like there was a bunch of like, like, okay, the spinorama backhand goal against Edmonton in 2015. There was the backhand goal that when he went around the net and scored on Cam Ward in the conference finals in 2009, not to mention the countless success that he's had in the playoffs. He's won MVPs. He's won a con Smythe. He's won three cups. And he's no, he hasn't won a gold medal, but uh, like the dude's a, is a hall of famer. Like he's a, he's an all timer, and I can't. Could you see him playing in like any other jersey other than Pittsburgh? Like the, I don't. I just couldn't believe that he almost left. And he's just crazy. always like the best player in the NHL. Like for all those years when Sidney Crosby was out of the lineup, I think he's just one of those guys that wasn't meant to be an alpha, unless like. 
Like, I, I really don't know how to like. But could you imagine this. if he was on any other team in the NHL? Like, he would have had to have been an alpha. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's why he didn't leave. I think that's like why he won. I think he likes being under or like in Crosby's shadow. Because for one, like the guy still doesn't speak good English. Like he never really want. He never really learned it. He's always been like a kind of quiet guy. But you can, you can see his personality like over the years is kind of like he's kind of broken out of his shell. But I think he likes living in like that, like in that shadow and letting yeah. Sid take all the, you know, all the credit and all the other stuff. But he's fine with it. And okay. but everyone knows how good of a leader he is. And everyone, all of his teammates, you know, talk about like how funny of a guy he is, uh, you know, how much of a team guy he is. He's not selfish at all. I just I couldn't be any more. I couldn't be happier because he's had some bad injuries, too, that could have kept him from playing a thousand. Like yeah. he's had hip problems, knee problems, all kinds of stuff. And. It's just good to see him getting that. And he got a goal in his thousandth game. So that helps. He did. Of course he did. Yeah. And just they, like they I, got, I think Crosby did in his one thousandth game too. Yeah. It's just when these guys play, like when you're, when you treat the game as well as they have and like respect the game, they just like, they get paid back fivefold from the hockey gods. They just do. And Ovechkin's the same way. Like Ovechkin's got those like Hollywood. They all like all those players have like Hollywood moments. You're like, yeah. only motherfuckers like this, like, you know, get moments like that. And he's one of them. So it was it was cool to see that. Did you see the other clip that came out about this? And I think that happened with Sidney Crosby for his thousandth game, too. But the whole team copied their warm-ups and the pregame skate. I thought that was, the Malkin one is so much funnier. It's so much funny because he's, like, laying see? down on the ice <laughs> like, in the air. There's, they're doing. They have thirty grown men on the ice doing butterfly kicks, like for warm-ups. This is pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. And that's again, like that just shows how much everyone respects him. And like it was crazy because everyone knew his routine. Like it's not like he was telling them what to do. Everyone just knew what to do. And you know, just an awesome moment. Hockey's some like sometimes some of the coolest sports moments are always in hockey. It just seems like guys are more humble and you know all that. So definitely. Um, all right, now Nikolai Ehlers is out indefinitely for the Winnipeg Jets with a sports hernia. Not a fun injury, I can tell you that. It's not a fun injury. Had one of those. It's bad. Uh, it kept me from like going to work for like three days. But... Have, you, have you not? Have you not had one of these injuries that we ever talk about on the uh, only? I've only had the injury groin list. injury in this. <laughs> I'm injury prone, dude. <laughs> and and well, you, you had some kind of high ankle sprain that we talked about recently. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The ankle. And obviously, sprain. we've all had. I'm sure you've had concussions. Uh, I can definitely tell. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, dude. Appreciate that. Uh, what were we talking about again? Huh? <laughs> oh, red, red, uh, squirrel. Yeah. There you go. Um, CTE. But no, uh, Ealers. Like I put this in our notes because we kind of saw this coming. He's only played. I think he played three games or four games and then he was out and it's weird that it took them like this long to figure out that he has a sports hernia but uh that's a surgery thing he's gonna be out for a while um i'm not sure how like severe it is i know like the kind that i had it's just like it's a piece of mesh that they put in like right like i had one like right below my belly button and you just get a little piece of mesh put in there to like prevent the muscle from coming out or whatever. I think that's what it is. Kind of helps stretch a little bit, I guess. Right. Yeah. And, or yeah, maybe, I don't know. I, oh. I really don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, like Winnipeg's rolling though, without them. I mean, they're playing pretty well. They're not, 
They're not like gangbusters or anything. They're not Boston. They're not New Jersey. But uh, they're playing well. And, I mean, that's going to hurt. But hopefully he comes back you know, sooner than later. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully they miss the playoffs because we're, we're battling with them. Yeah, I mean, we a lot of it, the Central is a weird division this year. Um, you know, Dallas, Dallas is on top of the Central right now. Bro, they're on fire. Look, can, can we just go can we go off script real quick? Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan are fucking back, dude. Dude, I, I thought they were I thought they were old guys and you know seeing their way out, just you know yeah. living their retirement years right now. Well, we talked about in our pre our uh, preview show mm-hmm. with them that they had bad contracts and that they haven't performed at all. Clearly, we're listening, and they were like, "Fuck Joe, fuck Zach, we're gonna go out there and perform." Jamie Ben, I was watching highlights from a Saturday night game. He had, I think, he had three assists, and he might have had a goal. He had like a three or four point night and he was just, it's like 2013 again. Like he's yeah. at one point, Jamie Ben was an elite power forward, like one of the most elite power forwards in the game. And better than when David Backus was like the elite power forward in the game. I think Ben was better than, yeah. yeah. Like he was yeah. that good. And he gave, he gave back his problems when we play, cause we play them in the playoffs all the time. I too. loved watching those two battle it out against yes. each other though. Oh, mm-hmm. there's such similar play styles. And Dallas is like, dude, like watching it, like, okay, Robertson does not stop scoring. And the guy didn't even go to camp. He missed all of training camp. And is he has, I think he has 12 or 13 goals already or something like that. Pavelski is an ageless wonder. Like he's somehow almost 40 years old. Uh, Rupe Hintz is a freak. Uh, and they, this is a team that got rid of John Klingberg and somehow their defense is better. Yeah. So I, I don't know. They're, they're, it's weird, man. Like Dallas might be a cup contender. They keep playing like that, and they're getting really good goaltending. Jake Ottinger's a rock star too, man. I keep forgetting about him. He's so good. He's a Vesna candidate right now. He's not beating out Olmark from Boston, but uh, he's good. That was just something a little bit off script. Sorry. Yeah. To get no, Dallas you're fine, credit. All right, and um, now let's uh, one last piece of NHL news, and it'll segue us into the Blues talk. Um, three stars of the week, the guy that we were just talking about, Sidney Crosby, four goals, seven assists, 11 points in four games. <laughs> Nasty. Nasty. He's back. He's back. And this is okay. So whenever we were talking about New Jersey, I didn't want to get too far into it, but I said, you said like, you usually know, or like when a team is in a playoff spot in Thanksgiving, that usually means they're going to make it. And I said, except if you're Pittsburgh, this is what I'm talking about. Pittsburgh is always dead in the water until about December. Like they're in the bottom half of the Eastern Conference. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, time to turn it on. And yeah. the, it's Malkin and Crosby. They're just like, get it, get on my back. Let's go. Like it's the guy's a freak, dude. He's an absolute freak. He's, I feel like people don't appreciate him because now we have McDavid in the league and he just does things that like make no sense at all. But Crosby is still doing disgustingly unhuman things for his age. He's 35 years old, man. He's still 35 going. 35 years old and, and walking around all these little boys. Yep, for sure. Second star, though, we got Bucci. Booch, Buchnevich, three goals, four assists, seven points in four games. Turn it on, man. He needed, like, he... We'll, we'll kind of talk about it here because we have a lot of notes on, like, there's three players for the Blues that are hot right now, and he's one oh, of them. That line started getting going. <laughs> that line's, and it, it, this is a line that's been forced to play together because guys are out of lineup. But anyway, he's yeah. having a really good time right now, but 
going with the third star. And then third star, um, I don't know how this really gets you third star, but uh, Martin Jones was two wins, no losses. How is McDavid like not on here every week? Yeah, I don't know. Can we? Okay, one more, one more. P. Okay, Mark, congratulations, Martin Jones. Yeah, I don't know how, how does two and zero like get you on the three? I, I don't even he, think he had a shutout in either of them. Yeah, whatever. Like, I, I didn't look. But, yeah. I feel like they're just trying to like they're trying to wedge Seattle into yes. like everything right now I because they're in a playoff good. spot and they know it's about to fall off really quick. Uh, but really quick before we get to the Blues, did you see McDavid's goal on Saturday when he burned Petrangelo? Oh my God! I don't think I did. You need to look it up. Um, let's go. Let's go ahead and talk about the Blues. I'm going to find that clip and send it to you. Sure. All right, Blues talk. Uh, Blues are currently on a six, now seven game heater. Yes, sir. Seven games in a row. Seven games in a row of winning, plus the three from earlier, now makes us a ten win team. Math. That's 10 Good wins job, Joe. and Jesus eight fuck. losses. I'm sorry. I was getting somewhere with that. It took me a little while, but uh, 10 wins, eight losses. That's that's a winning team. That's that's a 20 point team. 18 games in the season. Uh, Again, math. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Again, but math. Get, get to the point, Joe. Uh, but this is a lot better than uh, what you were just, you know. Just a mere two weeks ago, you're boo-hoo, the blues stink. We're gonna we need a fire Baruby. I think that's what really needs to happen. How do you mm-hmm. feel about Craig Baruby right now? I was so wrong, dude. Like I was so wrong. I was that was terrible. I was a glass case of emotion for so long. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm like a I'm like a dog when you get in, in the corner. Like I'll I'll just go for the neck. Like I'll just go for whatever I can get. But uh, yeah, man, like they're on a heater and like they won their seventh game in a row tonight. The the problem that I have with this is like, do we really know who they are? Are you watching McDavid's goal? I right just now? watched it. That was good dirty. God. That was <laughs> yes. dirty. It's just absolutely filthy, dude. It's gross. Um, so here's what I think about the like the Blues right now. The only qu- and again, this is me being pessimistic. I gotta ask though, what are they? Like, are they the three? Are they the are they the winning streak Blues? Like, because they look pretty dominant right now. But also, do we just erase completely what we saw for two weeks? Like, who? Yes. Are, are they? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do that too, Joe. But, like, no, but for real. Like, are we somewhere in the middle of that? Like, are we as good as we are right now? Or are we as bad? Like, we clearly we're not as bad as we were there. As as weird as this sounds, I think chemistry really got messed up. With with literally like just one player being gone, and and that player being David Perron, like I I I don't know how else to put it, but like you think you O'Reilly know, lost his bat, like he's Batman and lost his Robin, yes, kind of thing, yes, a thousand percent, like it it's obviously not just that, but I mean that's got to play a role in it. You've seen all the line changes that have been going on, like I think I think like ninety percent of the guys in the top twelve, you know, the forward lines have played on all four lines already this year. Yeah, Achari was playing second line tonight. And he's and he's played first line quite a few times too, like and he's good. He's playing dude, good right he's, now. He's having a great, you know, start to the season. He's been one of our lone shining stars along with like Buchnevich and stuff, but uh yeah, I mean it, it's it's weird to think of like what 
why 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 did that happen and why is this happening now i i, I think that is part of it chemistry you know what's you know what's like we're going to talk about chemistry like we'll keep it with guys who are still on the team do you know the blues record without sod in the lineup is like zero and six is this like a old is he the new Jaden schwartz yeah he might be i think that he's was, yeah that was <laughs> always swizzle schwartz uh Darren Pang loved to bring that up anytime that Schwartz would miss a game or come back from an injury. Like he, you know, that that record was for a long time, like an astonishing number. Yeah. Um, The thing with like we're talking about Saad, like I think O'Reilly and Saad fit really well together. I think O'Reilly was lost while him like this is why I wanted to relate it back to Perron. I think maybe him not playing with Perron in the beginning of the year kind of messed him up. And then him losing Saad and especially going through all that, you know, all the losing and they're trying to juggle lines and put anything they can together really might have messed him up. I was listening to a show today, a radio show, and they were talking about something Armstrong said. And they said that O'Reilly was just trying to play too fast. And we know that he doesn't do that. Trying to play fast, but looking astonishingly like, you slow. look slower like he looks slower when he does that because like, i mean or he just looks bad i don't know but like you could tell lately he's settled down and i think that line of levo and sod is a that's a wrecking ball line like i would not want to play against that like those, that's just three guys who just do whatever it takes to get the puck they're always in the right defensive area and they can all score like decently that goal that ryan o'reilly had the other night was gross by the way I mean, the one against oh, the Washington. Where the yeah. no look backhand, that was yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that was absolutely gross. Um, now, we're t- like talking about like where they lie right now. Like, cause like obviously they're on a seven game heater right now. And I feel like every team is going through this right now. Like Cal or uh, is it Calgary that I'm thinking of? No, Buffalo. Buffalo's lost eight in a row. Like, and they started out hot. Uh, I think Ottawa's on a losing streak. Like we saw Philly, like Philly was sliding for a while. Um, Calgary, I think, I think Calgary is on like a six or seven game losing streak, but uh, none of all of ours were in regulation. I think they've actually got points, but um, where's I going? Oh, the goaltending, like the goaltending has been really good, right? Really good. Like crazy good. And the thing I wanted to get to is that game on Friday in Washington. Like that game kind of scared me because they're up four to one late in the second and they blow it. Now, granted they give up like 56 shots or like a little bit, maybe it was 50 plus and Grice stopped like all, all but four of them. Like he had 40 something. He had 45 plus saves. Still had over game. a 900 save percentage. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's just hard to find like where we actually like because the goaltending is doing really well and the defense is like, eh, it's, it's like I, I whatever. Think, I think that is our biggest struggle is is our our defense period and and like the, the team defense, like yeah, like the team structure, like the way they're like yes. playing, like as a whole five man unit is not. Yes, something's wrong there. Um, now here's a question with that. If you're Armstrong, and since we know we have the offense because we've been scoring, and we have like some team defense problems, do you try to make a move and go after a guy like Jacob Chikrin, someone like that? Unfortunately, yes, I think that is going to happen. Like I, I wish it would have happened uh, last year. Who who was the big guy going around? 
Oh, Sherratt. Yeah. Ben, yeah, Ben Sherratt. I, that would have been nice. I would have loved to have had that happen in the offseason. Fortunately, it didn't. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that this and, – and, you know, maybe they're going to wait till trade deadline or close to it, but um, I think something needs to happen with this team's defense. Yeah, and while we're on that subject, it was kind of nice they got a little bit of like a free trade because Tyler Tucker's been good. Yes. Made his debut against Chicago. And, I mean, the kid, like, he just looks like he's mean. Like, he just looks mean as fuck. And he's from Thunder Bay, which is like – and actually, he's not from Thunder Bay. He's from, like, 100 miles north of Thunder Bay. So he's, like, 10 hours from Winnipeg. Put it that way. Yeah. This Tundra kid. Tundra Tyler Tucker. But he comes in and, you know, eight hits, not including tonight's game. So he had eight hits, uh, one fight against Sam Carrick on Saturday and block shots. didn't win, but dude, he did put up a good fight. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it's his first NHL fight. Whatever. Yeah, right. Like, who really wins in those? Um, But, yeah, I mean, the kid, I think he's been better than, I mean, no. I'm not trying to make. You want to say it, Pareko. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not saying that. Because he he doesn't cover the ice like Pareko does. He's been better than Krug. Yeah. Like. Like I, I'm saying, in a small sample size, he's been better than Krug. Like obviously that. Speaking may of Pareko and Krug, Pareko came back tonight. Krug out. Tonight. Out. So that that kept Tyler Tucker in the lineup. I was happy to see that, and like I was yeah. wondering that because I was like, wait, he's still in because they said that Pareko was coming back, and I was like, well, fuck, Tyler Tucker's not going to play. Yep. And then I see him out there, and I was like, oh, Krug's not playing. Yep. But uh, he could definitely play over Mikola. He could probably play over Bortuzzo. I, like would, I would keep... say that definitely and probably should be switched. I think Bortuzzo's – and granted, I haven't – the past two games for sure, I've only watched the game recaps, and even the two before that, I I haven't been able to watch the full 60 minutes of those games. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, Bortuzzo has been pretty awful this season, and, and you know, that's my boy. But, yeah, he's he hasn't been great. And I think Mikolo, even though Mikolo, even though he's been better than Bortuzzo, he's been pretty shitty too. So yeah, I mean, I Callie Rosen, I think he's he's been decent these past couple games. Pleasant um, surprise. Yeah, and then uh, having Tyler Tucker here, it's it's not a bad look. Yeah, and it, it just helps because we don't have guys like Perunovic and Scandella. I mean, obviously, like we know our feelings on. You know, some of those guys, but um, it hurts when you don't have the guys like that. Um, Krug obviously hurt. Don't know what was going on with him. I just said upper body injury. That's it. Tarasenko's been out for two games and we've been scoring just fine. Uh, he's sick. He does not hurt or anything. But Now, now I want to ask you something. Is there any thought in your mind that him being out sick, that there may be a trade in the works? Uh, I shook my head no, but yes. <laughs> he, he says yes. Right i'll do it the other way no no yeah he shakes his head yes as he's saying no or shakes his head uh, no. i'm not no i but but for real probably not like i don't think so uh yeah i think i mean are you reading are you reading twitter too much like people are like oh like it's just that's what it always is like Oh, he's out sick. He's out sick for two games. Like, how can you be sick for two games? Like, he's going to get traded. And, and uh, no, I don't think that always happens. But when it's a player that has been talked about being traded for, for years, yeah. for two and a half years now, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. 
that it definitely makes me think it. I just don't know if right now would be the right time. I mean, his stock is high. He's been playing well, but it's not as high as it could be. Like I, th- I figured he'd probably want to wait. He'd probably want to. I don't know. But it depends on who we get back. Like, I mean, if Tarasenko's going to the Islanders and we get fucking Scott Mayfield, like, what is that going to do? Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Because I'm just, I'm only saying the Islanders because it's on his list of, like, he'd go to New York. Now, do we even know that? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Who knows? He'd definitely but, go to the Rangers, but let's keep going. All right. Anyway, yeah. So, so you know, we'll review those uh Four games from the past week, you know, uh, Colorado win 5-3. Chicago win 5-2. Washington 5-4 win in the shootout after being up 4-1. And then uh, Saturday, a 6-2 win, and and then tonight, a 3-2-1 win, I believe, was the final score, yes. Empty net goal. So, um, yeah, uh, those were the last games, but then uh, we'll talk about these games coming up this week before our next Hold episode. Hold on, real quick, before we do sure. that, we did skip sure. one part. Can we talk about the three guys that are on that are just on fire right now? We forgot sure. to talk about those three. So I want to talk about Buchnevich, Kyra, and Thomas, which, by the way, they're playing together now. Yes. But just some real quick tidbits on them. Uh, obviously, Buchnevich getting the second star of the week. Uh Four point. He, he should have had a five point game on Saturday, but they, they took, took an assist away. Assist away, yeah. So he was on fire. And by the way, the goal that he had on Thursday against Washington was his first goal in nine games. He needed it. He absolutely needed a goal. Like going nine goals or nine games without a goal is just insane after having a career year in goals. By the way, yeah. Uh, but um, again, should have had the five point night, but only had four. But still, uh, second star of the week. Seven points in four games last week, and I think he had another point tonight, if I'm not mistaken. But I haven't looked yet. Uh, yeah, he did. He had an assist on the empty net goal by uh, Achari. So Achari had two goals. Two goals. I guess we could just add Achari in there, too, while we're talking about him. Uh, that guy's a fucking animal right now. He's yeah. He's a he meat and potatoes up. guy. He likes playing up with O'Reilly and, and, and like sometimes Shin and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think tonight he played with Shin. Yeah. So. As Shen and uh, I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you who's on that line uh, with him, tore, but, uh, tore up, I think. Yeah, um, but no, like uh, talk about a versatile guy. Plays center, plays right wing, plays left wing. I think yep. he even told John Kelly, he's like, look, I played half my career at center and almost half my career at left or right wing. He's like, mm-hmm. I can literally play anywhere. That's yep. going to be a valuable guy come playoff time, and I think we said that in our preview show. Like he's not a guy that is going to get you to the playoffs, but when you get into the playoffs, that's the guy you want. Like he's yeah. gonna be he's gonna be a fucking ass. Yeah, and and sure. and honestly, like yeah, I'm glad he's playing well right now. And I, you know, he I think he honestly I think he's playing above his level right now. Mm-hmm. Um, For but, sure. But like that that's a guy that like come playoff time I I I would expect him to pretty much be on the fourth line probably maybe maybe the third line but probably the fourth line and but doing like fourth line like structured shit like doing yeah. the right thing. He's going to be like, I'm trying to think of a guy to compare him to. Kind of like a, remember how good, yeah, or like a Brodziak or an Upshaw, yeah. like guys that are, are, yeah, I think he's a little better than some of those guys, but yeah. not, I'm not trying to trash any of those guys. I love 
most of those guys. They all had like standout moments, so exactly. And I think Achari will have one of those come playoff time and come like late, even not even in playoff time. If we're chasing a playoff spot, that's going to be a guy that does something clutch, like when we need it. Dude, He's going to be said Braz- Kyle Brodziak's name. I totally forgot that he played for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have such a weird. Was he, brain. On the, was he on the Cup team? No. Was it right after or right before? That? Yeah, yeah, we traded him in 2018. Okay. Wow, I totally forgot. He was in Edmonton. He was in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, Robert Thomas still can't buy a goal. I mean, I mean, he can. He scored. I think he scored two. But um, during the win streak, seven points. So, or, and I, I don't think he had any points tonight. But I'll have to look that up. But now, I mean, dude, 15 points in 17 games. Did we not talk about in the preview show? He's at least a point per game player. Like that's what we expect him to be. Minimum. Well, he's almost there. And, you know, he's going to have nights where he has two, three, four points. So there's no reason that he can't keep it going. But he's definitely getting back to where we thought he would be. He's making plays like he's not thinking so much. I think for – and it's not just him. But during the losing streak, he was definitely, like, overthinking yeah. plays. Him and, and not just like, Yeah. Like, they're not – like, they weren't using their instincts at all. They were just, like, they were thinking too much about what they were going to do next – trying to read the play too much, I think. I mean, this is just what I'm assuming. But, like, not doing what they normally do, which is just let the play develop and then make a play, like, just based on what they know and what they know they can do. They weren't doing that. Yeah, Thomas had a primary assist on that fault goal, by the way, the game winner. So Okay, so 16 points, in eight, 16 points in 18 games. Thanks, Zach. No spit, no lube. Uh, and then Kyra, three assists on Saturday. And then I don't – did he have any points tonight? I don't think so. No, he did not. Okay. And so now – So he has not – he has eight points during the streak, uh, six goals and six assists on the year. So, I mean, not bad. Not bad. He could definitely do more. But we – I'm not trying to, like, prove that we were right or wrong because we want him to do well. But we did say – Come like before the year started, I think we both said that Robert Thomas is definitely going to outscore him, like points wise, but Cairo should be outscoring him goals wise, a hundred percent. So I just yeah. wanted to talk about those three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got your playmaker and your goal scorer. Like, let's let's figure it out, boys. He should have had a goal tonight, and he got robbed by Gibson. Yeah, and I will say that you said how even though he's had two, but like. How many posts have you seen Robert Thomas hit already this year? A bunch. Dude, he's just not getting the puck luck. And and you know what? So be it. This, this is like, a, I don't know, I guess you'd call it like a senior slump since I think this is like his fourth year in the NHL now. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's 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 having a rough go at it this year, but, but lo- looking better the last few games. I really wanted Robert Thomas to score tonight. You want to know why? Because four years ago on this date, uh, I was looking through my Facebook memories, always not like, you know, definitely not cringe, you know, going back years and years. But four years ago on this date in 2018, Robert Thomas scored his first NHL goal. How about that? And I thought he was going to get one tonight and I wanted to reshare it and be like, ha, stick that up your hoop, Zach. Like my myself. <laughs> yeah. So I wish he would have scored tonight. But yeah, just want to talk about those three. Like they are they're going off right now and they're playing well together. So we'll see if they can keep it going. I don't know if they're. If they put them back, if they keep them together, or if they move it back, comes back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. And uh, speaking of a game that he come back uh, against, 
Uh, Three-game road trip coming up Wednesday in Buffalo. Uh, is that going to? Are they going to be able to? Are they going to be able to play there? <laughs> I just thought of that as, as I read that. I'm like, I I, was I just the saw thing. clips today about uh, like 75 inches of snow in. Bro, they got area. four feet in 24 hours. Yeah, it's insane. Real. Like, have you seen? But, did you see like? So they moved the the Buffalo Bills game to Detroit, but like, did you see like? The snow already hit before the players could get out of town. Did you see like one of the, I remember seeing a clip of one of the players like literally he could not find his truck. Yeah, and he had his dog like digging for it. Yeah. His dog was like digging through the snow trying to find it. And uh I know one of them was the punter and he finally found it and he was like like he was standing straight up with his arms up and the snow was like just Howard. Uh, yeah, dude, it was insanity. So I don't I don't know. Are they gonna play Wednesday? Probably. I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out by now. Because it literally stopped like after that. So maybe yeah. they've had time to get. But that means the they still gotta like clear all the the runways on the airports. They got and then they gotta clear like the roads even enough to just like get them to the hotel and then. But still, the player like I have those players been able to play. I don't know if they have like. Yeah, can games. they practice? Uh, do they have games in town or out of town right now? I like, I really don't know, but it's like that. That's a big question. While you're looking that up, um, the other two games coming up this week: Friday at Tampa, yeah. and then uh, Saturday at the Florida Panthers. So the Florida's uh, that, struggling, so I'm okay with that one. But the the game on Friday is ugh. I mean, I, Tampa, it's gonna be Tampa, a test. Tampa's not doing too hot right now. I don't think they are. They've been rolling. Their, their guys are getting going, I'll tell you that. Okay. But, Joe, yeah, I mean. That, they're, so, one, they're two points behind Toronto. I mean, they're not doing too bad. They're 11-7. and seven. They're not good for Tampa standards, but they're they're rolling. They're rolling. Yeah, it's going to be uh, one extreme to another in terms of weather, though, going from Buffalo down to Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a nice little road trip. <laughs> like, they, I wonder if they head down to Florida early. Oh, wait, no, they're playing Wednesday, so I guess that doesn't really matter. But probably right after the game. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of there and get down to the beach. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, again, like, I don't know if we should even try to predict, but, I mean, like, Buffalo, they should be able to take advantage of that easily. Like, they wait, should. That, they're on their eight-game losing streak right now? Yeah, and they play, they play Montreal tomorrow, so we're catching them on a back-to-back as well. And they're going to be on the – they're playing in Montreal tomorrow. And then they come home to play against us. And Montreal's rolling right now, dude. Like, they're no joke either. So, Buffalo's in a rough spot right now. And But we knew it was coming. Like, we knew they were hot for a while, Joe. And then we were like, when is when are these goalies going to finally crash? Because there's no way you can win that many games with Craig Anderson and Eric Comrie. Yeah, I mean, goaltending all over the league is kind of crazy to mm-hmm. start out this year. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And then they got to face Vazzy on. So, I mean, they have a, uh, was it Friday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday? Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Yes. Okay. So back to back, you're going, you're probably going to be playing against Vasilevsky. And I I mean, take your pick. Bobrovsky's not great right now, but he's still got a chance to steal a game. And so does Spencer Knight. Yeah. So, I mean, that's going to be a gauntlet Friday and Saturday. I don't know. I'll, I'll predict they'll, they'll go two and one this week. I think they they'll should, lose. They should. I think they'll lose to Tampa. I think they, but I think it's close. Like I'll try to, 
I, I hate trying to predict this kind of stuff. And I hate predicting they're, they're going to lose. We'll do it, and then it'll be three easy-ass teams, and we'll go out and lose. Yeah, over. right. I think they win They win handily on Wednesday. They keep it close on Friday, but they may fall. And then Saturday, they're, they're on a back-to-back, and they beat the shit out of Florida. Four to one Saturday. Yeah, something like that. All right, you ready to get to the uh, ending segment of the show, or you got any more blues talk you want to get on? Um, are we tired of people talking? I'm or no, I'm not. Why am I asking this? I'm fucking tired of people talking about Ivan Barbashev being traded. I'm sick of that. Yeah, that dude, is not happening. Dude, don't do that. I mean, it could happen, but I don't want it to happen. Is what I mean. I love him to death. He's one of our. He, he's a character player. You got to keep him. So that's that's my last thing. Please don't trade him, Army, if you're listening. Yeah. I, honestly, I'd rather see Tarasenko go. As, as shitty as it sounds, I think we'll get more of a value, and it's a guy that doesn't even really want to be here. I think Barbashev wants to be here, and true. Uh, you know, and he plays well all the time, and he doesn't get injured all the time. So enough true. about that. Um, all right, yeah, let's let's wrap this thing up. We got uh, our last couple segments, our our show ending segments. Um, Let's start with the uh, NFL pick'em. Mm-hmm. Rough week for me. I thought I had it. I told you I was gonna mush the Bears. The Bears, and yeah, you you mushed them. That is correct, my friend. All right, so you took a dub because you uh, you took the Ravens. I was over smart, the and I took the Ravens over the Panthers. Right. Yeah, and I was really dumb, and I took the Bears and lost. So I'm at four and five. And you are at six and three. So you are back up to two games ahead. Now, I do not know. I do not know who I'm picking this week. All right. So I'll let you go ahead. Um, This week, I'm taking a team that is on an absolute here right now. Uh, I think I saw the power rankings today. And I think they're number number three in the power rankings. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings Uh beat the Bills last week. Did you see who they, how they played yesterday? Uh, no. Forty-eight to three, they lost to the Cowboys. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Cowboys but, are on a heater too. Yeah, so. they're they're good. Yeah, they're doing decent. That's a good but, pick. But yeah, Vikings and they're playing the Patriots, dude. Patriots stink. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, they they beat the Jets yesterday, ten to three, and it was on like a punt on a, return. In like the final like five I seconds. Five yeah. seconds left. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, um, who am I picking? You know what? I'll go ahead and do this one. I'm picking the Bills to beat the Lions. Okay. I'll that's take a, the Bills. That's a home run. So you I wonder. You haven't picked the Bills yet? Holy uh-uh. shit. Uh-uh. No. Wow. I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, I wasn't trying to stack wins early. Um, Wait, have I not either? I don't think you have either. I haven't picked the Bills or the Chiefs. Let's go. This is in the bag, brother. You should be scared right now. Yeah, that's great. Um, did we uh, did we ever make an actual bet? No. This? Do we? It's we need late. to. We'll figure it's that out before next now, episode. Dude. No, 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 no. We're cl- where you think you're. You think you're I that guess. far ahead? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I think you stink at this. Yeah, I, I mean, I clearly do. I'm terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. I try to act like I know what I'm talking about, and I'm just like, I oh, fuck, that was awful. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'll take the Bills over the Lions. Now, the Bills just played in Detroit, so did they just stay there for the they whole are week? Stay- I think they're, they're planning on staying there all week because they're playing Thanksgiving nice. Day. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's going to be a massacre. <laughs> the, the, the Lions never win on Thanksgiving. Why, yeah. why does it always have to always be? always play? Why is it the Lions, the Packers, the Bears? Like, why oh is my. it all those teams? Yeah, oh, yeah, good one. Uh, but why? Like, why is it – or the Cowboys? Why do they always get to play on Thanksgiving? Well, okay, Cowboys is America's team, so I kind of get that one. Mm. But. Mm. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm all in on changing fucking the teams that are playing on Thanksgiving. I want to watch good football. I don't want to watch the Lions lose 85 nothing like I'm going to watch this week. Fair. So I will be five and five at the end of this week. So we'll see. So Good luck you, on your pick. Your Bills, Lions, I'm Vikings, Patriots, week 12. All right, there's our picks. Yep. Now, you ready to get into our Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm stoked for this. So we got a good one this week. This uh, was your idea, but I think it was kind of pretty, pretty much a home run on what it was going to be. We're doing our Hall of Fame top five Thanksgiving dishes. Now, there are some rules to these five picks. Uh, basically, one entree, uh, and then the kind of a, the other four is a mix of, like, desserts and sides. Like so I, what, what I said was, like, you have to – so it's basically, like, your ideal Thanksgiving spread. Like, anything yes. – like, the five items you want to have at Thanksgiving. You have to have an entree. You have to have a, you have to have a side, and you have to have a dessert. And then the other two, I mean, obviously you're going to have more than one dessert and more than one side. So, like, I think that's where it really comes down to, like, the picks is, like, the sides and the desserts are tough. And even some of the sides could be desserts for all I know. Like, like one of my one of my sides could easily go into a dessert category. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, I'm excited for this one. Um, probably going to be some controversial picks in this one, I feel like. Because depend, I feel like a lot of the Thanksgivings. Let's just get into it. Let's I think just get into freaking it. home run, dude. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so we are going five through one for this list. I'm just gonna start with my number five. My number five, and I might get some hate for this. This is, uh, I I think you might think it needs to be higher on the list. Maybe not. Maybe not. But uh, my number five is pumpkin pie. Bro, love that's me. gotta be that's gotta be higher. <laughs> that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. I love me okay. a good pumpkin pie. So much you love it, you put it at the bottom of your list. Okay, all right. Dude, there's, it's Thanksgiving, brother. There's so many things to choose from. So, so a little bit, of, a little dollop. I actually really I like the spray can of the uh, is it called the Ready Whip? The Ready Whip. <laughs> little spray can right on top. Just just a nice little dollop, not too much. Eat it with a fork, eat it with a spoon. It doesn't matter. You just slide right through there, chop it off. That graham crackery, nice, wonderful crust. Oh, just so sweet <laughs> and nice in your mouth. One slice is all you need, though, because it's nice and rich. One slice is all you need. That's true. What's your number five, brother? I'm so turned on by pumpkin pie, I can't think. Oh, I'm really wanting to get my bearings. Uh, number five, this was tough for me. Actually, you know what? <laughs> It's not that hard for me because the entree to me is the most useless part. And I don't really like turkey. So I'm going with a ham. I got to do ham. <laughs> See? Yeah. I like I that ham. pick. Yeah, I like dude. That. Like, I, I, turkey is just, eh, like, it, it's always 
nasty and dry and just and the dark meat's okay but like the white meat is never good like at all it's always i don't know it just tastes like cardboard to me so like i just don't do that and a lot of people don't do like they like they don't really like ham on thanksgiving but i i love a good christmas meat yeah that's for sure but luckily for me my family does both uh with your ham do you do like do you go out and buy like a honey baked ham because those those are fire or like does Mm -hmm. your mom does your mom make one you guys go out and buy one so like whoever's having it either like one of my grandmas usually does it they'll always have a ham and a turkey all like either side i'm saying like do they make it themselves or do you guys no no they go buy it they go buy it it prepared okay Mm -hmm. yeah like that's the only way to do it like because it you know it's done right yeah, and 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 I will say honey baked hams are fire. They're just expensive as hell. So like, I don't know. My my mom like back when I, um, when we used to do it with my mom a lot. Uh, you know she she would do she she didn't like ham that much, but like she would get it because she knew I loved it. And uh, you know she would do like the pineapples on top and the honey drizzle mm-hmm. and all that shit. And it was nice and uh, sorry for lack of a better word, nice and moist. So, uh, mm, yeah, mm. <laughs> real nice. But yeah. Number five, number five ham. I'm not really concerned with the entree. That's not my, that's not my focus here. Fair, fair. All right. Do you want me to go for, you want to snake it? Yeah, let's snake it. Go ahead. All right. Number four is going to be my first, uh, or my first side. And I'm going to go with Mac and cheese. Now I know that's not a standard, but where I go, it's pretty standard. I don't and it's it. always and it's always the it's it's not like we're not doing craft or Velveeta. Yeah, you're not we're doing the about, blue box and you know the powder no, and the milk. No, we're not. Butter. We're not fucking animals. We're classy over here. And uh, but it's always like you know like a like you know a good size elbow noodle with uh you know breadcrumbs, you know three four different kinds of cheeses, uh kind of like a like a mac and cheese like kind of casserole type of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I so like that's it. my number four. Love Respectable pick. Cheese. Respectable pick. I, I could have hated on you for it, but I like that same shit, brother. Um, my number four is the stuffing. I don't yeah. care what kind of stuffing it is. This could be your stovetop box stuffing. Shout out to Jake Hossels, who every year on our friend's Thanksgiving, cheaps out, does the stovetop in the fucking <laughs> microwave, of course. <laughs> but doesn't matter. It is still delicious. Or you could go authentic, get that stuffing or dressing, as they call it in the South, shove it up the turkey's hoop, let it cook <laughs> in there with the turkey, and that shit is fire too. So stuffing, my number four, solid. It could be higher, um, but I kept it kept it a little lower. I I don't like homemade stuffing. I only like the stovetop. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> See? See, I don't know what it is. You like the stovetop at least. Yeah, I I don't know what it is about it, but I love that pick. I mean, I, I, think, I love that. Dude, stuffing can be altered in so many. Like I've had mm-hmm. so many different versions of um, uh, homemade stuffing. Like I feel like every year at our Thanksgiving at my sister's house, like we have two different kinds of stuffing. Like one of them I love, and then the other one it's like, ah, stay away from that one. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like homemade stuffing can be fucked up, but it can also be a home run. I feel like homemade stuffing always gets, again, we're going to use this word, it's too moist. Like, people like just like, it gets like too wet. Like, I don't know, people just put, for me, it's like people put weird shit in it sometimes. Like, 
Yeah, I know someone like I know someone I'm not going to say who, but someone that we do Thanksgiving with pretty often puts kale in it. Oh, I'm not I'm not, not out of here. I'm not fucking with that. Like, <laughs> like I like put it on. And again, like, I, I mean, I'm still like a child like that. Like, I'll put it on. My, like, she's like, oh, you got to try it. And I'm like, I try it every fucking and then year. You hide it under your and then, yeah, I put it on my plate. and I'm like, right in the trash can. Dude. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. No kale in, in my my supposed to be disgusting carb filled side. Like, yeah. no. no. Yeah. No, Love the pick, though. Good on right. stuff. Number three for me. This is a new one for me. Uh, this is something that my wife just, like, started experimenting with, like, uh, I don't know, within the last year or two. Um, she found the recipe on Pinterest. It's a cornbread casserole. Anything recipe. cornbread, fuck me up, fam. <laughs> fuck me fuck up. Fuck me up, too. You can put... Dude, you can put cornbread flavored Skittles or something. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. Like I love cornbread. Dude, this is and and we'll say the word again. Let's just let's just let's be open about this word today. Moist. It is moist. I want that thing moist. Yes. Moist, lather it up. Liquid. Fry it up. Get them corn kernels in there. Get that nice pudding like bread on the top. Scoop it up with a spoon. Shove it in your mouth. Oh, and you're in heaven. Nice. And, and let me say. I'll say this. It's the same as stuffing. Like you could buy the Jiffy box or you can make it homemade. Either way, it's going to be good. I'm going to, I'm going to probably jizz three times before I finish it's, it's swallowing so one bite. So good. Yeah. The so. word, the, I want my cornbread moist. Like yes. I want that shit melting and I want a pound of butter on top of it too. While, while you're at yeah. it, it's yeah. What a pick. Um, my number three, this was a chalk pick. It's not something that I like go out of my way for ever outside of Thanksgiving. It's mashed potatoes. I do mashed potatoes. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of them. Like I, like I said, I don't go out of my way. If I have a really nice steak, like if I go to a steakhouse, I want mashed potatoes. Steak and taters. About, yeah, steak and taters, baby. But like on Thanksgiving, I don't know, man. Like I love just, ha- and I don't do gravy. I'm not really big on gravy. I'm not either. But I, I'll put a, I'll put a fat stack of pepper on them and then mm-hmm. I'll throw some, you know, throw a little shredded cheese in there, cook it up and then we're good to go. And I'll put it on, you know, again, uh, I'm not going to give away picks. Actually, you know what? I will. I'll, that'll transition into my next pick. Throw that shit on a roll, a fucking Hawaiian roll, a, a ciabatta roll and any kind of roll. Oh, number two. Dude, I thought you were going to say a straight up Hawaiian roll was your number two. No, no. Like any kind of roll, any, any roll. kind of roll bread. That that's your number two. Yeah, it goes with everything that you're. I mean, you want to if you're a gravy guy, a gravy and mashed potatoes. I know you motherfuckers, you sick people are dipping your 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 turkey filled. I don't want to give any picks away because I know like I don't want to give any picks away, but I know you're dipping that roll in everything that you have on your plate and then eating it all at one time. You gross okay. fucks out. So there, I, I think that's your your if you were snaking next into your number one, that would be your segue into your number one. You're going to be dipping uh-huh. that into something. I um, think so. But uh, I'll go over to my number two. My number two is my entree. And as we said, okay, I, I'll, I'll get this out there. I like ham better than I like turkey. But the one day a year, that I get turkey the best way that I ever get it is my brother-in-law's smoked turkey. Oh my god, dude, this is like the best thing ever. 
turkey's usually real dry and like mm-hmm. and i'll go to other thanksgivings and i'll get like the smallest little piece of turkey and i'm like yeah i got turkey it's thanksgiving i did the job did the thing <laughs> my brother-in-law's house like turkey is probably one of the biggest things on my plate and dude his he he's wakes up at like three or four a.m on thanksgiving day he smokes one and then he bakes another in the oven i do not touch that baked turkey that is no, terrible. That, that shit's coming crazy. out drier than the fucking Sahara. Dude. It's so bad. And some people like it better that way. They don't like that. Because they douse it in fucking gravy like a psychopath. Yes, like, that's yeah. why. And I'm like, with this smoked turkey, dude, it, it's smoked. But, dude, it is moist. I'm saying it. We're free with the word. Moist. It is like a sponge in your mouth. You just slap it in there and oh, a wet no, one. Mm. no gravy involved. No gravy needed. Maybe a little bit of mashed taters up in there maybe a little bit of your like green bean casserole the top maybe a little bit Mm -hmm. of cornbread casserole in there or just straight up by itself with a hawaiian sweet roll or a ciabatta roll or a potato roll yes so any way you want that that nice smoked turkey it is fantastic uh jimmy hellier makes the best smoked turkey in the midwest let me tell you about it shout out jimmy's turkey Yes, so good. Um, and then that brings me to my number one. I was a little uh, shocked that you had this so low on your list. <laughs> Mashed potatoes, dude. It's my number one. It's the best. It's the best. Mm. I Here's the thing. I can't disagree with that because I think any of these can be number ones, but also mashed potatoes is like, if you go down, if you go around to your family, if you have like, you know, 15, 20 people, Mashed potatoes is literally what's on everybody's plate. Rolls and mashed potatoes are a staple. Yeah. Some and, people and, may not like turkey. Some people may have ham. Some people may not like stuffing. Everybody loves mashed potatoes or at least has mashed potatoes on their plate. I was going to say, and like, you know, uh, I've had years where like we've gone to like five Thanksgivings and In stuff. One like day, fuck's sake, dude. Dude, it's, it's, an, it's crazy. But, um, you know, you got to do it. This is my favorite holiday, by the way. Shout out Thanksgiving. My favorite holiday. Um, as a kid, it was always Christmas, but, um, uh, move over Christmas. Like, I will, I'll, I'll talk about it at the end of our list, but, um, yeah, dude, mashed potatoes, like you go to all these different Thanksgiving, you, you can go to Thanksgiving. There may not be some stuffing. Um, there's probably going to be like a green bean casserole at all of them, but there, maybe there won't be that. There will be a potato dish and more than likely a mashed potato at every single Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And you know why? it's fire they're so good who doesn't love indulging on carbs like potato and homemade mashed potatoes i will give you like some of like there was someone i used to date someone in their family used to make these fire like creamy homemade mashed potatoes with like little pieces of jalapeno peppers and cheese in it oh i don't know if i like that no man it's good spice in my mashed potatoes i i Joe, you couldn't even really tell. It wasn't bad. It might have just been green peppers. It might have just been green peppers, okay. not jalapeno. Okay. But but either way, it was it was fucking phenomenal. But I again, I can't argue with your number one. Can't argue with it. I think that's a great list. Butter, My number- garlic, cream cheese. Sorry, go ahead. I'm dreaming. <laughs> I mean, I'm starving right now, dude. Just thinking about this. Uh, my number one is it may be off the board. I don't know how many people actually get this at Thanksgiving. But I feel like I've always had it every single year is candy yams, sweet potatoes, like 
it's basically it's sweet potato casserole is what it is. And you get the marshmallows, the marshmallows on the top. Marshmallows on top, yeah. Dude, it's it's my favorite dish by far. Like I will eat I could eat ten like full casserole dishes with that shit in there. Yeah, I mean, we don't really call them candy yams in my it's family. Sweet potato casserole. Yeah, it's but sweet potato casserole. Yeah, like that. That's a nice, solid dish. Not one of my like favorite favorites, but I always put it on my plate. Absolutely. That was my like the one I said that could either be a side or a dessert. I can't tell what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. But like, I dip my roll in that candy yam. And okay. I turn, yeah, I turn into a fucking, I mean, my, cl- my arteries get so clogged. <laughs> it's disgusting, but like, yeah, dude, like I love a can, I love candy yams or we'll call it sweet potato casserole since everyone here probably doesn't even know it. Like what the fuck is a candy yam? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know yams are like, uh, I don't know what region of the country, but another part of the country calls sweet potatoes yams, but yeah. Uh, solid pick, solid pick. I think you're going to take it. I think I had a couple off the wall things like having a roll, but I, I, dude, who doesn't have a roll on their plate? Like, come on. Yeah. Everybody's got one on their plate. That's for sure. I'm not going to have any honorable mentions this time, but I will tell you this. There's some dishes that I don't fucking get. And this is what I wanted to go over. Like, All the, right, let I want, me, I want, let me throw okay, my honorable ahead. mentions and then, and then we'll get into the ones we don't like. Get it. Um, my honorable mentions, you said one of them and, and that was ham. Like, like, okay. so I got specific with my smoked turkey over, and you know what? I've only had fried turkey once and I did like it a lot, but it's like, I've only had it the one time. So I, I don't, and I was pretty young then. So like, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. So, but like, yeah, baked turkey sucks ass. A lot of times smoked turkey sucks ass, but my brother-in-law does it right. Um, ham is, is fire as you described earlier. And then, um, my other honorable mention, green bean casserole, dude. Like the the cereal little flakes or onions or whatever on top, mm-hmm. green beans and the cream of uh, whatever soup inside of there. Oh, they're so good, dude. So good. Are those your two? Those, yeah, those are my two honorable mentions. I got to shit on one of them. I, one of my casserole. ones. That, yeah, I just green beans are like one of the only vegetables I can't get behind i just really? can't do it i really don't I, like i'm not a fan of peas but i can eat them like if they're in something i don't mind a pea i don't mind a carrot you know i love carrots actually i don't mind I, I love corn i love every vegetable pretty much besides green beans and green bean casserole with the cream i think it's cream of chicken or cream of mushroom that you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah and like frosted flakes mm-hmm. i've given it a shot before and it's just I can't get over the green bean part. Like I just, for some reason, green beans just turn me away. It's the only vegetable. I love vegetables though. (laughs) I could eat broccoli by the fucking truckload. Like it's so good. I love broccoli. And uh, like, but I don't know, not a big fan of that. The other thing is that, you know where I'm going with the next one that every, like, I feel like this is a 50, 50 split. Cranberry Cranberry sauce is just, keep, keep that away from me. It smells. Yeah. Thank you. I, it just it's it stinks it's awful i've tried it a bunch of times even like like the canned jelly stuff or like some homemade stuff like my grandma actually has made homemade cranberry sauce before nasty it's gross you know one thing that i want to throw out there that i've seen it so i used to see them all the time and i uh it might have been like my my stepmom's mom my step grandma's house mm-hmm. whenever we used to do thanksgiving back there years ago 
wherever it was, it maybe it was like with my a big, my big family on my mom's side. It was somewhere that I used to always see it, and I know it's at other people's Thanksgiving too. Is that like pink gelatin, like, ugh, I don't even know what it is. I there was like there's a name for it. I don't remember what it is, but that was like the most disgusting thing ever. And it, it like it always made me. I always thought it was like cranberry, but they're like, no, that's not the cranberry. Um, but yeah, like that is gross. Cranberry sauce is gross. Uh, you know, another honorable mention that I'll throw out is you don't see this at tons of Thanksgivings, but when you do, always put it on your plate. Fried okra. Ooh, fried okra. I mean, so dude, good. I've only had fried okra at uh, Lambert's. Oh, yeah, they have had the it. best fried okra. And it's fire, dude. It is absolutely gas. So good. I, do you got, does, Do you have someone in your family that brings fried okra? So I think when we used to do it with my mom's mom, my grandma, like we would kind of do like a mix between a family reunion and Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. like somebody would always make fried okra there. My, my grandma – and and even not on Thanksgiving, like my grandma, like she used to grow her own okra and would fry it. Oh my god, so good, dude! I love fried okra. Like it's, it, oh, I can't believe you just brought that up. You throw a little ranch on there, some ranch with some fried okra. It's just, oh, you need it. My god, dude. I mean, yeah, you could eat it. You could eat it plain for sure, but yeah. Um, I can't find this. I looked up the pink gelatin stuff. Is it like a fluff? Is it like a like it's a like, jello salad? Yeah, that's what's popping up too. It looks like that, whatever the hell it is. I don't think it that's looks what like, it's called though. It looks like pig brain, dude. Like I don't know what that is, but it doesn't look good. Pink Lady Salad, I think is what it's called. I remember it had like a silly name. Um yeah, dude. It's jello, uh cottage cheese, canned pineapple, and cool whip. Oh I think that would actually be really good without the cottage cheese. Yeah. Because cottage cheese to me is just, uh, I don't know. And I, I know people that put that, like, they, they'll eat that with just, like, some pepper on it. Like, they'll just eat cottage cheese with just straight-up pepper. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Again, that's, like, one of the – if you if I see you eating that, like, I need I need to know where your hiding body's at. Yeah, oh, it's so gross. I'm looking up all these recipes and it's yeah. gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After we just like creamed our trousers over our list, but right. uh, good list, good list. I think we're going to have to make a graphic for this one. We need to, dude. Like I, yeah. I, I got to either A, figure out how to do it or we should make Jaden do it. Teach me, my brother. Yeah. We could maybe pay him to do it. I don't know. <laughs> all right. You want to move on to uh, all in our dump and change and weekly shout outs? Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, what do you want to do first? I have a weekly shout out, and I know I'm gonna get shit for this because I didn't really think I didn't really think this through before I typed it out. Shocker. Um, I'm really thinking about not saying it because it's. You know what I am. Think, think about it for a second. Um, I already said my shout out earlier in the yeah. episode of Matt Jones. Happy birthday, mm-hmm. buddy. Uh. You know, he, he, he tries to listen to the podcast. I don't, I don't think he listens to everyone, but uh, tries to listen to the podcast when he can. And, uh, you know, he's just been a great friend of mine for for quite a few years now. So uh, shout out Matt Jones. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say it. Go ahead. I think I'm getting some thought, but I'm going to have to, like, explain myself. Okay. All right. Fair enough. We don't do in that honor, ever on this podcast. Yeah. Not really a lot of thought <laughs> put into anything. Um. 
So I'm going to shout out Christopher Columbus. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's be, you, you discovered the great land of America and in the spirit of Thanksgiving, given what he did afterwards, that's, that's a problem. Like I get that. That's fucked up. You know, giving people smallpox blankets and all that other shit. That's not cool. And killing all those native people. Not cool. But without all that, without him coming there, none of you that get mad about that shit would even have, you would never be here. You would still be somewhere else. I mean, you might be here, but I'm going to say you're probably not. And you won't, I mean, you have a place to complain about Christopher Columbus now because he founded America. So I want to say shout out to Christopher Columbus for finding America uh, back in, was it 1492? Columbus Columbus sailed the ocean blue blue in 1492. (laughs) Yes, sir. So uh, I'm not condoning the actions of anybody in history. That's fucked up. Um, But shout out Christopher Columbus and uh, shout out for Thanksgiving. Shout out to everyone's families, too, for Thanksgiving. Shout out, shout out. I, I like I that shout out. I think Columbus gets too much hate. Like growing up, uh, we were always like idolizing him, and then all of a sudden, like I feel like five, six years ago, it just changed, and everybody's like, "Fuck Christopher Columbus, that piece of shit." And I'm like, "Hey man, like I like him because no. it's a day off school for him." Yeah, dude, fuck yeah, and <laughs> discovering this the greatest country on earth, back to back World War champions. Like, come on, Let's go, go baby. That's why we need you for USA and the World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Always root for your country, brother. Um, I will I'll root for him. I do I'll root for him, dude. If you if we make it to like the Sweet Sixteen or even higher than that, oh, dude, you'll see me in full garb. Ones. I'll you'll, be in full be USA ones. garb. Yeah. Um, um. All right. I got an all in or dump a change. Okay. Go ahead. This I, I'm I'm going a little different route on this one this week. Uh, I'm going all in, and I'm dumping and changing something. They're they're pretty related to each other. All in on the airplane flight to your destination, to your vacation destination. I am all in on that flight. You, you, you meet up at the airport a couple hours early before your flight takes off with your group. Your group starts showing up. You have in the airport. Beers. Oh, my God, dude. So much fun. Like, our flight, was, our flight was delayed an hour and a half leaving. I had zero problem with that, dude. I had so much fun at that airport hanging out with everybody, you know, getting all excited, getting your gears ready for the trip. And then mm-hmm. uh, then you hop onto the plane. Um, shout out to Jake Hossels, uh, my buddy, he travels for work all the time, um, handed me some, uh, drink tickets and everybody else in our group had like, uh, another friend reach out to them with drink tickets. So we all had like drink tickets. We're boozing it up on the plane. We all sat right next to each other Southwest and then, uh, yeah, just boozed it up and everybody was going to new Orleans, even all the groups around us. Like everybody was just talking and chattering and partying and stuff and it wasn't like you know sometimes you'll get on a flight and like you know it's real quiet and awkward and you'll have this one group that's in the back like being loud and obnoxious and partying and it's like ah shut up no the whole plane was uppity and partying so i'm all in on the flight to your destination i am dumping and changing the flight home from your destination I yeah. had one of the roughest flights in the world coming home Bro. from New Orleans. Hung over as fuck. 
our flight wasn't until 8 p.m. So we had, we like left our Airbnb at 11, like, you know, your standard checkout time. Then we're just like kind of moving around the city all day, like trying to like drink kill a little time. bit. But yeah, kill time, carrying our luggage around, get to the airport, uh, stand this long line because it's freaking the weekend before Thanksgiving. Uh, finally get on the plane and then, you know, we're, we forgot to like uh, check in for the flight exactly 24 hours in advance and we waited till like that night to do it so that's like we had like c group boarding on to southwest so then like all the all the good seats were taken and me and my wife had a like luckily we found like the last two aisle seats that were like across from each other but like yeah like I want to sit by my fucking wife on the plane I don't want to sit by some random ass person like yeah fucking some Cajun hillbilly fuck yeah, you know, that's hasn't showered in four days. I'm just kidding. Yeah. That definitely doesn't. So, happen, and, but. Yeah. And then and then another <laughs> thing, like, so I was flying home during the Blues game and we're uh, I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, I'm going to buy the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. on the plane and I'm going to watch it on my phone. Well, apparently I didn't see this before I fucking paid for the Wi-Fi, but uh, Southwest, like their Wi-Fi, there's an, uh, like a fine print thing saying, oh, this is not capable of streaming live videos and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, dude. And that was the worst $8 that I've ever spent. I couldn't even – I couldn't like it's load – $8 for like $8. a – $8. Oh, for my an hour, God. An hour and 40-minute flight, I think it was. I think the last time that I flew and I paid for Wi-Fi, I'm pretty sure it was like 4 bucks. That tells you how long ago that was. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't do it anymore because even $4 in, I was like, nope. Yeah, I'm and not it's doing like, that the shittiest service i couldn't even like load like snapchats or fucking yeah facebook posts or anything so basically you could send text that was it if that dude maybe yeah imagine if you had to drive back from new orleans man just imagine that would have been way worse it's not that bad dude like i i drive we do like 10 hour drives to dallas all the time because my wife family's down there and i i'd imagine new orleans is right around that so yep if I if I was going for longer than two days, yeah, I probably would have drove. <laughs> I like you're all one. in a dump of change. Um, I don't really have one, but I was thinking about maybe doing uh normalizing eating Thanksgiving type food other than Thanksgiving. So I'm all in on that. Fair, like, fair. Make make Thanksgiving food more of a thing throughout the year. And just like having dinner like with like your entire family like in that kind of setting. Like make that normal i'm all in for that all in i'm all in on that too dude it's just uh part of the times now i guess i guess like you know we our women don't cook for us like they used to no i'm not not even gonna go there i'm joking yeah dude i can't even get a bitch (laughs) can't even get someone to make me a sandwich for fuck's sake my wife cooks for me all the time I am not gonna fucking step on that dude like Uh, joe joe goes from defending women like the whole qatar thing like defending them and then being like bitch make me a fucking sandwich please <laughs> remind me to hide all the shovels when we're done recording this <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah yeah <laughs> or the yeah put all your knives away knives or at away. least put the covers on them or something uh all right man well is that pretty much episode. Wrap up this episode yeah it wraps it up um when we come back we'll be one day closer to december and closer to christmas so uh and hopefully the blues will be three games above 500 or four games above 500 after the weekend. 
Yeah, hopefully uh, after the weekend we are on a ten math ten game winning streak. We did so good at math today. Yeah, so many math problems. But good job playing hurt today. I know we were both kind of feeling it. It was yeah, it was rough. It was rough think, today. But I, I think one of my eyes is like uh, swelling shut right now, and like it just keeps closing more than the other one. Yep. Been there, done that. We battled through it, man. We battled through. Jordan flu game. All right, dude. Good episode. Everybody, thank you for listening. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, by the way. Everyone have a great rest of your week. Do not go dying at Black Friday shopping or anything like that. Or don't don't go dying uh, Wild Turkey Wednesday either. Oh, yeah. I'll be at Guns and Hoses on Wednesday, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so I've talked about my... My brother and his wife that are uh, professional fighters now, they yeah. both they both got their starts at Guns and Hoses. I've been to many a Guns and Hoses. Wow. Okay. Well, this will be my my first one. I'm busting my cherry, so I can't nice. wait. My uh, roommate got free tickets, so we're going to be heading down there on Wednesday. But, yeah, I'll let you know how it is next week. I think it's going to be a good time. time, though. Yep. All right, everybody, thank you for listening again. Have a good Thanksgiving. And from the boys here at Talking Blue Notes, from ours to yours, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Let's get out of here. Peace.